Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Harley Sealbinder podcast. In this episode, I want to explain about a trip that I recently took. I went up with all three of my roommates to the U- the UP or the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. We stayed in a remote place with not much cell service, no electricity for about three and a half days. And it was quite therapeutic. It, I pretty much mainly used my phone as a camera. I turned off my mobile data. I put it on airplane mode and then just used it as a camera for the cool, you know, nature pictures I could take and just pictures of the camp. So I'd remember it. And I, I noticed that I was feeling positive and negative emotions from unplugging like that. It is crazy how dependent I am on using technology such as computers, cell phones, headphones, you know, listening to music, whatever else it might be. And I, I'm glad that I went on that trip because it kind of showed me that, hmm, Harley, you're more dependent on these devices than you might even realize. The amount of times I went to like click on on Instagram or on Facebook or or anything like that to realize that, oh, there isn't going to be service. But my mind kept saying, oh, you should check. Oh, you should check. And I was like, man, this is crazy how interested I am in clicking on these buttons on this little rectangle that I have. And it actually it got me curious. And I did some research once I got back, but it, it was... It was an overall positive experience. I'd recommend most people try to unplug from technology for at least a day straight to see what happens because you'd be surprised how many times you'd want to check your phone or, you know, put in music or who knows, read the news or whatever. And I just, I know that from an evolutionary standpoint, it's such a small amount of time that these devices have been in our possession. We typically humans would, you know, interact by talking with each other, having to travel to each other's houses, literally plan events when you're in the contact with the person. Like, like imagine you're hanging out with a friend, but then you're like, all right, see you later. I'll, we can hang out again. And then it's like, yeah, cause you can text them or call them. But when you were, when back in the day you didn't have these devices, you had to literally like plan out on a calendar, like the next time you might see each other, or maybe you had a ritual where you came together every week. But either way, I feel like we live in a, in a time where we almost we're so connected in some ways to people, but we're also kind of less connected to people because we're, we're almost more connected with our phones than we are with other people. And I found that kind of interesting. And yeah, that there's this interesting study. I should look it up, but Nate was, they was talking about it for a while about how they did a, a poll on re- self-reportedness, like happiness or anxiety or fulfillment or, and it seems as if people who live in Amish communities are technically the happiest people in the United States. And and you think about that for a minute and you're like, hmm, why is that? Maybe it's because 
they spend most of their time, pretty much all of their time, talking with people, having quality time, doing manual labor out in the sun, you know, doing hard work and, you know, making a difference. And they aren't just looking at computers and typing away. And, you know, we're still getting work done in this modern world. Like I type up things and I do accounting, but it's just, it's less like physical hard labor and, and I also communicate with a lot of people through these rectangular devices. And it's not the same thing. Like I notice the difference when I go to hang out with someone versus when I give them a call or text. And, and you know, an interesting thing about the Amish is that they, they have this period when everyone's 18, when they're Amish, they, they're actually kind of forced to move out and live somewhere else and live in the modern world for a little bit. And, you know, it, they say, Hey, if, if you like the modern world more, stay there. And if you want to create a life there, go ahead. But if you want to move back to our little community, come on back, you know? And, and then it's like, people sometimes think of the Amish as like a cult, like you're forced to stay here. You better believe what we believe. When in reality, they're more like, Go on and explore what the world has to offer. You know, it's on. Go ahead. And you can come back if you want. No hard feelings. And most of the Amish return. And you might say, well, that's probably because their family members and pretty much their entire life that they know is kind of in that community. And they feel incredibly isolated moving out of that community. And so, of course, they're going to want to go back. And, you know, that's that's probably one of the reasons. But I honestly think that it's almost, it's nice living in the peace of not being bombarded with a hundred distractions every day, all the notifications, all the YouTube videos, all the opinions, all the drama that social media kind of gives and, you know, not having to worry about what's exactly is on the news or what the most pressing item, you know, is. And I feel like, there's there's not an addiction to these technology devices like whereas I feel like I am addicted to these these devices and I feel like most people are without even realizing it and you know it's it was making me think I had a lot of time up there at, in the UP to just sit back reflect think about my actions and you know really not think without distractions I didn't have a distraction I had my phone in another area and I was just looking over the water, you know, meditating. And it it was very therapeutic. And like, I kind of thought, oh, man, I'm going to be thinking about work or this podcast when I'm up there. But because of the no service and because of the the desire for me to just not have my phone, I was able to not be distracted by those things and just enjoy the moment that, you know, I've been blessed with. And I've been listening to this podcast. It's uh, Lex Friedman had Sam Harris on. Sam Harris is kind of a kind of a famous atheist or, or rationalist. But either way, it was interesting to hear his perspective, especially as someone who grew up in a Christian environment. But he was talking about how he feels that humans have this problem where no matter what circumstance you're in, you're always going to be yearning for something more or you're never quite comfortable or you're never quite enjoying the present in the way that you maybe should. And, you know, he gave this example of, 
Yeah, every two to three years, me and my best friends from high school plan a hunting trip or plan a trip on just us guys. And it's some of the best times of my life. I look forward to it for years. And, you know, I, for the weeks prior to it, I am just so unbelievably excited and I can't wait to be out on the beach with all those guys. And, but then the, the trip comes and you're sitting on the beach with all the guys and you just, you can't seem to enjoy it the way that you thought you would be enjoying it. Like, Oh, it's going to be so great. But then you're on the beach and you're like, it's hard to relax and it's hard to really enjoy the present moment. And it's easy to say, Oh, I am kind of ready to go back. Yeah. I kind of miss my own bed. Oh, I, oh, this beach is kind of hot. I want to go back to the place or, you know, it's hard for you to just, it's hard for us as humans to, to really, you know, sit back and enjoy that present moment. And he was making the case that meditating is truly one of the only ways we can do that as humans, because typically our brain is going to be distracted and thinking about the future and the past and, and what to do next. And, and if you actually, if you tune out those thoughts by focusing on your breath and focusing on, on the meditation, you, you then can recognize that the present moment is such a beautiful thing and you, you won't be missing out on it and you're going to be making the most of that moment. And and it was just so interesting because I was listening to that like two days before this trip that I had planned with all my buddies. And and then I was up there and I actually attempted that meditation method where I was just breathing and thinking and meditating. And I truly did feel as if, hmm, I really can enjoy the moment. I don't have a distraction of my phone. I don't have a distraction of work. It was it was so useful. And I really – I'm going to link this podcast in the description because – it's three and a half hours of just deep talk. And, you know, you know me, I'm the person who loves podcasts and listening to things that are deep and complex. And that's why I like creating podcasts. They're not quite that deep, but maybe with time I can become smarter and wiser and better at speaking. And I, because I was so curious, I'm finally going to now talk about the research that I did. I found this one study that was it was kind of incredible to, and kind of terrifying to view. So it was a study done uh, for over 12 universities kind of around the world, some in the United States, China, Chile, Argentina, Hong Kong, Mexico, United Kingdom, Uganda, a huge variety of different universities. And they, they surveyed a total of 891 students from all 12 of those universities. And the goal or the assignment for all of these students was, all right, take 24 hours and go without any technology or media. And once you're done with that 24 hours, I want to, you to blog about it, write, write an essay about it, your experience and what you learned and what was positive and what was negative. And a crazy thing is that about half of those 890 students, half of them were unable to complete the 24 hours without media or technology. And 
That already is a scary statistic in my opinion because it's like it shows that we're so reliant and we're so dependent on these rectangles in our pockets that half of these randomly selected students around the world couldn't even go an entire one day without checking their phone, looking at social media, needing to contact someone, etc. And, you know, they they kind of tracked the responses and kind of clumped different responses as positive and negative. And responses fell into a few broad negative categories, feeling of distress, dependence, addiction, isolation, anxiety, and then the positive camp, which was like feelings of relief, peace, or contentment. And the amount of times that negative expressions were used were used 3.5 times more than the positive ones. So there was like 6,000 negative expressions and around 1,800 positive ones. And it was it was interesting because I was thinking back on this trip and I was like, there were some negative moments where I was like, man, I really, I want to text my girlfriend. Oh, I I want to see what's going on in the world. Oh, I, I kind of miss connecting with different people. Oh, and it's crazy. And it seems like the the most frequent theme was dependence or self-described addiction to media or media technology, followed by feelings of distress, particularly anxiety caused by being unplugged. The third most frequent appearing category was relief. Relief from the necessity to consume media or use media technology. And it, it was just, it's interesting to read some of these people's like blurbs from their essays. Like, cause there's people from all over the world talking about their experiences from unplugging. And I, uh, I've heard of some people like Ben Shapiro. I know, like, I think it's every Saturday. He takes an entire 24 hours with no media, no check in his email, just family time. And, you know, he's Jewish. So it's like a spiritual sacrament time. And, and he says that that's like one of the most, it's his favorite day of the week. And he, it's so meaningful and he feels as if he can kind of let go from the technology and feels really good. And another guy named Dave Rubin, he actually goes every or one month out of the whole year where he just locks his phone in a safe and goes around and doesn't worry about media or technology. He just travels to a remote place and just meditates with his family and just thinks and talks. And it's interesting. And I've heard that some people, these people that are, I forget where exactly, but uh, shepherds of sheep in different places that are more remote, they have some of the longest lifespans in uh, out of all humans. They live to like over 100 pretty consistently. And I don't even fully know why, but their life consists of being outside the entire day, handling sheep, walking the pastures. And then at night, instead of staring at a screen, you're, you're sitting around the campfire talking with people, telling stories. And they, they don't live with technology. And, and it, it's so interesting because part of me really, really wants to try like a month without any technology and just see what happens. Because 
you know, these people can't even, some people can't even go 24 hours, including me. Like work sometimes is important and I got to respond. And, but I really want to get to a point in life where I can take like a few weeks and just truly unplug. And I just, I feel like the benefits could be very crazy because it's like, I don't know. Some people just, you, you go throughout life kind of just not realizing what you're dependent on and what you're used to and what your habits are. But if you put yourself in a new environment, you're going to have to start recognizing what, who you really are and without technology. And I just, this whole experience opened my eyes to this. And this study I found was pretty interesting about you know, people feeling bored or feeling anxious that they're missing out on social events or whatever. And I was feeling the same thing because it was only a few days that I wasn't really using my phone. And it was, it's crazy. And I just don't feel like people realize how dependent they are on these kinds of things. But I think that will sum up the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Bye-bye.